What's up out there, Blitzers? This is the All Out Blitz podcast with, with Jeff. Jeff and Brady. Your name isn't Jeff Fool. So, who's Jeff Fool? Me. Oh, okay. This is December 10th on a Thursday. Yes. Here to talk week 14 in the National Football League. Yes. Um, talked yesterday about week 13, all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to talk about the end of the episode. Talk about Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Well, yeah, 32 well, nominees. A little extra addition in today. They just announced those this morning. So yeah. congrats to all those guys that have been nominated for Walter Payton, Man of the Year. We'll get into that at the end of the episode. But uh, as always, week 14. let's kick it off oh, yeah. with a little Brady Forgot. and some random NFL facts. Okay. All right. So we got five. And I'd just like to point out there the first two are about Brett Favre. Of course. Um, he retired 672 times and came back out of retirement. Yep. <laughs> Go for it. Number one, Brett Favre has been sacked the most times in NFL history at 525. That's a lot. Yeah. I believe it, though. He was all over the place, that man. Yeah. Number two, Brett Favre has also thrown the most interceptions at 336 with George Blanda at second with 277. Yeah, we were talking about Blanda the other night, weren't we? Yeah. On uh, Tuesday night, we were watching that game, talking about Blanda a little bit. He was around forever, played for like 27 years in the NFL. Brett Favre seemed like he did, but it's only because he retired and unretired a million times. But that doesn't surprise me that he leads that because he was a gunslinger, man. He just threw the ball everywhere. Yeah. Number three, Tony Dorsett had the longest run in NFL history with a 99-yard run. 99er. 99 and four inches. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> um, Walter Payton only won one rushing or NFL rushing title in his whole career. It's hard to win that thing. Yeah. It really is. He's a good running back. One though. of the best running backs of all time, though. Same with Barry Sanders. Barry, in my opinion, is the best running back of all time. Yeah. Just my opinion. Play. We should still play up to the Lions. They need help. Yeah, he'd be like 600 years old, but Frank Gore does it. Why not? I'd say Frank Gore does it. So what? It's the same as AP. Barry got tired of getting beat up behind that terrible Lions offensive yeah. line. So he's like, I'm out. And they're still not that good to this day. So, And finally, number five, CBS paid $4.65 million, million in 1962 to broadcast football games. That's nothing. Yeah, nowadays. Nowadays, it's probably a couple billion. Yeah. You should look that up for the next episode. I'm pretty sure Fox now pays like like one point something, like one point sixty something billion dollars yeah. to broadcast NFL games. It's ridiculous, ain't it? But that is my random or five random NFL facts. We are now on to week fourteen a preview. Week fourteen, baby. Yeah. We didn't look over who's going to be the toilet bowl of the week or the game of the week, so we're going to pick them as we go again. You get to choose yours. I get to choose mine once we're all done talking about these games. I want to intro the Thursday night game. Go for it. We're starting tonight. A couple so, hours. Yep, in a few hours, Thursday night game. The part two of the worst Super Bowl in NFL history. <laughs> Patriots against the Rams. And that really was probably the worst Super Bowl in NFL history. And score ends up ten to three. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that for you because the worst Super Bowl in Super Bowl history is when the Falcons lost. Twenty eight to three. Yeah. yeah, that was the worst one. The second worst one was when they lost back in 1998. 
That's just because you're a Falcons fan. This was one of the worst ones ever. Whatever. It was just boring. It, it very much was. Yeah, the Patriots-Rams the only- game was boring because Gurley was hurt on the sideline is possibly the best year of his career, and nobody did anything. <laughs> it was so bad to watch. I remember going to school the next day, and everyone's saying the only entertaining thing about that was a halftime show. That's unfortunate. It is. Because that was a terrible halftime show as well. Yeah. Let's talk about this game, though. You have the 6-6 six and six Patriots coming off an absolutely destroying win against the Chargers, 45 nothing, to take on the red-hot 8-4 and four LA Rams. The Rams are going to be like DK Metcalf and choke slam the Patriots into the ground. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Jared Goff, I don't think, can choke slam anybody. Yeah, he's, too, <laughs> he's too small. Uh, I'm taking the Rams. Yeah. If the Patriots win here, I'd be very sad. I'm concerned. About the Rams? No. I'm yeah. concerned that somehow the Patriots are finding a way to win games again. They're not going to be in the playoffs, anyways, if they win like the next two games. No, they're not, but it's interest. It's an interesting little take to finish out this year. Yeah. Is to finish this strong because the last two games they've won easily. Yeah. And then if they come in and beat a team like this, that's extremely impressive. It's impressive. Um, I'm gonna take the Rams in this game though. Yeah, Sam. Uh, I think Goff Sam and McVay <laughs> and those guys are gonna put something special here together because they saw what they did to the Chargers, and uh, you know it's gonna have to take one LA team. To beat the Patriots, and I think it's going to be the Rams. Yeah. All right, on to Sunday night games. Sunday games, there's quite a few because uh, we didn't have any major pushbacks. Found the turtle of the week. Found it. Okay, well, we'll later we're going to talk about it. Um, there's not a Tuesday night game. There's not a Wednesday night game. We got all Sunday day and night games and one Monday night game this week, as long as everything stays this way. But the first Sunday game we're going to talk about Six and six Vikings take on the seven and five and struggling Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's going to be Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook taking on the that Tampa Tom Bay Buccaneers. You're going to take on the defense. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and them, they're not taking on Tom Brady. Yeah. They're taking on that Buccaneers defense, which the last couple of weeks have been sluggish. They have not shown, I don't think, or lived up to their potential. And what we saw at the end of last year and the beginning of this season, can the Vikings somehow just just punish that defense? Because Maybe. Minnesota's defense, honestly, is not that great. This 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 is potential for for Tampa to turn it around and and win this game because of Minnesota's not so great defense. Their pass defense not very good. Their run defense not very good. I think this is going to be an opportunity for Tom and Arians and those guys to get back on track uh, and potentially pull out a win here. Um, I'd really like to take Minnesota here just because of personal reasons. I just I there's players on that team that I like, like yeah. Cousins. I'm a big fan of Cousins. Cook. Some people don't really care for him. I do. I think he's a good dude. Justin Jefferson's balling out. I think Jefferson's going to have to put on one heck of a show here. To, uh, I would to say, in my personal opinion, he is the reigning NFL um, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, not reigning. He hasn't won it yet. Oh, in my soon to be perspective, soon to be yes, offensive. I definitely, I think so. So you, so you're taking the Bucks? Uh, I don't know. Who are you taking? I'm taking Minnesota. Are you? Yeah. They probably are going to win too. Actually, it's tough, man. I don't know. I mean, it's the way that Tampa's been playing the last couple of weeks. I think Minnesota can come away with a win. It's because Antonio Brown's playing there. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings. Good job. Well, thanks for reminding me. Yep. Got the A-B <laughs> curse on the books. All right. Next game, we have the 6-6 six and six and Cardinals. struggling for some reason. Arizona Cardinals taking on the very strong recently 5-7 and seven New York Giants. There's a part of me that really wants to take the Giants here. That defense looked good last week against Seattle. I'm taking the Giants. All right. Cardinal, Cardinals have lost the last two games to the Patriots and then lost to the Rams. So yeah. Fitz, I think, is officially off the COVID list. However, he's still not sure he's going to play. Uh, he said he's feeling much better. Apparently, he lost like nine pounds while he had COVID. Wow. Still can't taste or smell anything. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't think he's honestly, I don't think he's going to play. I, I mean, he's been around a long time. Yeah. If he needs a week or two, he's going to take a week or two. And yeah. I think he deserves that much. And they seem like a different team without him out there. The last couple, like last week specifically, I mean, they, that was a bad showing by those guys. So it was against the Patriots too. Like yeah, everyone expected just, them to like kill the Patriots. And fit with Fitz being gone, he brings that energy that, that, I don't know. It's Apparently it's, no one can. It's just weird. Um, the Giants' defense looked really good. I'm going to take the Cardinals, though, because I think the Cardinals' defense is a little bit better than what Colt McCoy is used to seeing in his one week of football. I'm taking the Seattle's Giants. Seattle's defense, not that good anyway. Their offense is. But the Cardinals have a strong offense, and their defense, I think, is better than Seattle's. So I'm going to take Seattle just because Colt McCoy is still going to be their quarterback. Uh, you mean Cardinals? Arizona? Yeah, you said so Seattle. I say Seattle. You said Seattle. Course, we were talking about Seattle too much. You were. I'm taking uh, the Giants. All right. Next game. This is going to be hard to choose. Yeah, this game is uh, the 11 and 1 Kansas City Chiefs taking on AFC rival all of a sudden, 8 and 4 Miami Dolphins. This is a tough game to choose because I both I, I both want them to win. I I really want the Dolphins to win just because I think it's fun. Actually, and you my know wife what? is a Dolphins fan, you know so what? I, I tend to root for them now. My Falcons are just blowing it. You know what? I'm going to take the Dolphins, and the reason I take the Dolphins is because the Chiefs have already locked up a playoff spot. So they're, so like if they if they lost the rest of their games, it wouldn't really mind them that much. Well, it, it, it would bother them. <laughs> oh, it would. It's but not like, good for their psyche. But here's the, here's the thing, and I, and I get what you're saying because they're already there, right? Yeah. But Pittsburgh lost. So the Pittsburgh and the Chiefs and are, are both eleven and one. The Chiefs lost an AFC fight against the Raiders, where the Steelers lost an NFC game, which means the Steelers are still number one, are still getting that bye week for the playoffs. The Chiefs want that bye week. Yeah. They're not gonna slow down. The Chiefs, it's not in Mahomes or Andy Reid's mentality to slow down. Um Here's the concerning thing for me about the Chiefs is they've played a lot of good teams. Yeah. They're 11 and 1. Their offense is absolutely amazing. I don't think they've seen a defense quite like the Dolphins right now. Yeah. That defense is very I think, good. I think the Chiefs also need to get better at something because they almost lost to the Broncos last week. Their running game I think needs a little bit of help. Which and is I, weird because you got Clyde and like Le'Veon back there. Yeah, it seems weird. And Damian Williams as well. Um, I just their running game doesn't ever seem to get going. It seems like they um, do more. They can get more with reverses with Hardman or yeah. Tyreek uh, or something like that. 
This game is really hard to choose. In my heart, I hope the Dolphins win, but I feel like Kansas City, again, is going to just, they win the tough games, and they don't win by much, so it's going to be tight, but they're going to win. I'm going to say this. If Kansas City does lose, it's going to be a very tight game. Oh, yeah, there's, they're not going to blow anybody out. They're not going to no. blow the Chiefs out. My the, the weird thing is is that the Chiefs' defense, the defensive backs, are very good, even yeah. though they, they do give up big chunk yard plays sometimes. But I think they're going to be a little bit too much for Tua. Yeah. Tua's playing good football, but I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Um, in my heart, I want the Dolphins to win because it's fun. But I think the Chiefs are going to win another close one. And I say that and watch this is going to be a team where the Chiefs come in and blow them out like 45-13 or something. Like it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird. But it's, I'm going to take the Chiefs here, but hoping for the Dolphins. And you're taking the Dolphins. Yep. Next game. Right. Next game, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah. The 8-4 and four Titans taking yes. on the 1-11 and 11 Jags. This is. Jags are keeping everybody tight right now. And the Titans not playing so hot. This this could be a this could be a game where the Jags actually might win, and those two teams usually play each other pretty tight. Cause cause like you said, like the Jaguars, they're like this, I I know they are like one eleven, but like you say, they always like play like their hardest. It's never an easy win, never yeah. an easy win. Um, I am taking I am taking Tennessee nonetheless. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Okay, I think the Titans are losing some. I don't know what it is. If maybe Derek's dinged up a little bit, nobody knows. Maybe a dump truck has a flat tire. I don't know. But it's <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> the Jags are playing everybody super close. This is an AFC battle. Typically, every single time they play, it's usually a pretty decent game. Uh, I'm gonna take the Jags though. I think they're gonna get their second win. All right. Next game. Actually, th- wait before you um, announce this next game. Can you play the toilet bowl sound, please? No. Why? We're gonna cover this afterwards. Oh. Remember, once we're done, we'll cover it. We got our own little segment there. We're gonna cover these. Cause I still gotta get mine yet. I don't I'm not gonna go as we as we move through this here. I got mine. All right. I Clearly it's the next anyways. game. But the three and nine Dallas Cowboys take on the two nine and one Cincinnati Bengals. Like, Who are you they, taking? This is gonna be weird. It's a weird game. Taking Cowboys. They're both terrible. Taking Cowboys. All right. Yeah. I feel like the Cowboys, they're I know both the records are Pretty crappy either way, but I feel like Cowboys have done like at least like a little bit better than the Bengals have. Hard to choose because they're both pretty crappy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, I guess I'll go Dallas too. Yeah. I, if Burrow was there, I definitely wouldn't take him. Uh, so, um, I would take I would, the I would take the Bengals easily, too. But I don't know between if Finley's playing or if Allen's playing. I don't know. They both played last week, so yeah. Um, I know T. Higgins is a little dinged up, but he's still playing. But either way, I'm going to go Dallas here. I, I just I think they're going to end up winning this football game. Mm-hmm. Defense, I think, is going to be able to hold Cincinnati pretty good. All right, next game the Houston, the four and eight Houston Texans go against the five and seven Chicago Bears. Brother, talk about a crap fest. <laughs> yeah, thankfully it's not like a late game. <laughs> Like a Monday night, uh, or it's a Sunday game. afternoon game. Um, I'm taking Texans. Yeah, yeah. Bears are posers. Like I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take the Bears. Mm. I'm gonna take Chicago. I'm taking Allen Robinson. 
Yeah. I don't care who's throwing to him, to be honest with you. I don't think it matters. Allen Robinson is one of the most underrated wide receivers in football. Definitely. Um, with only having Brandon Cooks out there and Kiki QT. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to take the Bears. I don't, may as well. The yeah. Bears. Next game. Which You're is, taking who? Texans? Yeah. All right. Next game is our last 1 o'clock game. The 4-8 and eight Denver Broncos go at the 4-8 and eight Carolina Panthers. I'm taking Denver. Um, and just as a little additional news, uh, looks like CMC, Christian McCaffrey, not expected to play again this time because of a thigh injury. He keeps injuring every part of his body. He just, I think he just needs to call a year. I honestly, and he that's does. nothing because against like, somebody. He just needs to heal and get ready for next year, to be honest with you. Because he got injured in week two, came back and played like one game in like week 10 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, with a shoulder injury. And mm-hmm. then he was ready to come back, and now he has a thigh injury. So it's yeah. just, like you said, he should just call it Mike Davis is holding it down. He and is. just just come back ready next year because you're, you're not doing anything this year anyway. Um, but I'm going to take the Broncos. They've been playing really, really close. Good football. Drew Locke back there. Mm-hmm. Carolina is also playing really well. I think that it's going to be a pretty good game, but I think Denver's going to get a win here. Um, well, this game will determine who's going to go 5-8 and eight and 4-9, and nine, but I am going to take Denver as well because you never really see the Panthers ever really doing that much. Which no, neither, they keep they neither, keep games close, but they can't get the over that hump yet. Yeah, neither do the Broncos. That's like the same thing with the Broncos, too. But Drew Locke has a habit of, at the end of a game, getting his team right back in it quick to see what happens. Like, he makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah. Where the Panthers, either they win-win or they just, they flat out just get crushed. Yeah. So. Next. Next game is going to be interesting because four you, o'clock game. you have the 0-12 New York Jets against the 8-4 and and struggling Seattle Seahawks. Right off the bat, this seems like a game that the Jets can win because of last or last week. I'm still taking I'm still taking Seattle, but this is gonna be it's gonna be a close game. I'm taking Seattle and I'm taking them in a big win. I'm Eventually not. well, I know Pete Carroll. Yeah. And I know Russ is not happy. And I think they need to come out and make a statement. If yeah. they want to be taken seriously for the rest of this year into the postseason, when you have the red-hot Rams, you have somehow the Niners sticking, sticking in, in it, it with <laughs> 8 million injuries, and you have the Cardinals that are literally you know one to two games out with a couple games to go yet to take your spot. They need to show that they are legit and ready to go. It is December yeah. football now. And it's approaching the, the first game they went into December with, they lose to the Giants in a crap fest. Yeah. They need to show that they are worth If this is a close game, I don't think the Seahawks make the playoffs. If not they either. don't blow out the Jets right now, yeah. they do not make the playoffs. You can imagine this is where the Jets get their first win. This I don't win- think they're going to. I think the Seahawks are going to show up. You know but what? I think this is just a weird game. Also, for the Jets, Denzel Mims not playing. I feel like if the Jets did win, this would be like, this would give Jets fans like very happy to be able to say they beat the Seahawks. I can see where you're coming from, but at this point in time, I think the Jets fans, with already being 0-12, don't want to win a game to make sure they get Trevor Lawrence. 
They're already going to get them. They're already they already have the first pick in the draft. Yeah, but if they win a game and Jacksonville loses out, they're both one and oh, fifteen. That's true. That's true. So mm, they might lose out. I, I, the Jets Jets players and coaches they don't t- players and coaches don't tank. I don't care what he says. But Jets fans right now, no matter how much they're hurting, they want a quarterback of the future. They don't they don't believe in Sam Darnold. No. So I I so I'm taking Seattle. Either I way. am too, but I'm taking I, them big though. I I seriously could see this either the Jets winning or it's going to be a close game. All right, I could see one of those two things happening. Next game, eight and four Colts take on the seven and five Raiders. I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts. Because Raiders, they barely squeak out a they barely squeak out a win against the Jets. The Jets last week and a higher scoring game too. Yeah, for those two teams, and, and then they, get demolished by the Falcons. So happy, but the thing, yeah, they they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I know. They and like the, and the second game against that they played the Chiefs, it was close. They almost beat them again. Yeah, they almost they almost beat the Chiefs. They almost cleaned the Chiefs, but then you almost lose to the Jets, and you get crushed by the Falcons. How does that happen? I don't know. So I'm taking the Colts, though. They're playing really good football right are. now. Yeah, the Colts. defense is showing up. Do you imagine Raiders win this game? Phillies, Philly Rivers chucking it around. I don't Seriously, know. I, I'm a big fan of that Raiders defense. A defense I love with Arnett and Abram and Max Crosby and all those guys. I like those guys. Imagine this is where the Raiders turn around. I think it's too late. It is. It AF, is. AFC is tough. It is, but I would be pretty surprised if the Raiders beat the Colts. Next game, the 5-7 and seven Football team. Washington football team taking on the five and seven Niners. Football team. Taking them? Yeah. I'm taking them too. I thought you would have taken the Niners. No, I can't. Not until Shanahan's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or at least he's no. back with us. No, I uh I just like what Washington's doing. Yeah. I really do. I think that I think that running game with Mostert is gonna be a little bit of trouble for Washington. Um but I think that defensive front is going to be able to hold stuff down pretty good. That Washington defensive front is one of the best in football. Yeah. Um, Alex Smith, I think, is going to be able to do some work on that def- on that Niners defensive secondary. Oh. I think that's going to be really just, nice. Just noticing as well, this is going to determine who goes 6-7 and seven and 5-8. and eight. Yes, it is. Right. Oh, both taking the football team. Next game, or the ten and two New Orleans Saints take on the three eight and one Philadelphia Eagles. The Jalen Hurts Eagles. I'm taking the I'm taking the Eagles because Jalen Hurts is playing. I'm gonna have to take the Eagles just because they're playing the Saints. I do think it's very ambitious for Doug Peterson to pull Carson Wentz now and put in Jalen Hurts against a very, very good. Defense in the Saints. How's it ambitious? I feel like it'd be ambitious if you like benched him at like week three. No, I think it's going to be difficult for Jalen Hurts to work with this kind of pressure from that Saints defensive front. That's true. I'd start. I'd, st- I'd start him like when they face. I the would. Jets. I would honestly start Wentz here just because he's not making good decisions. That's his main problem right now because his confidence. But he's still a veteran. And he's going to be able to see things that Hurts yeah. is not going to be able to see. Yeah. And he Carson Wentz is still pretty mobile. 
So he is. He's just I, not like you said. Like he's not making good decisions. Yeah, I just. Starting starting hurts here is is a weird move against this kind of team like, because I mean if he if he gets just punished against that could be really bad for his psyche going forward just yeah. knowing what he's in for because I mean New Orleans that defensive front that secondary they are not very forgiving yeah. and when you get those veteran defensive front guys for the Saints wanting to teach a rookie a lesson that's what they do yeah it's gonna be tough I'm gonna take the Eagles though. Yeah, I am too. Go fly. Next game, the four and eight Falcons take on the three and nine Chargers. This should be a game that the Falcons win pretty easily because the Chargers defense is bad. But I will never count out Herbie and Keenan Allen. I'm taking Atlanta. I could see Chargers winning this game. I, not, I could too. I'm not going to take them. I'm taking the Falcons, but I seriously could see the Chargers. I could definitely see the Chargers somehow. winning. I could see Eckler having a heck of a game. I could see Herbie throwing over over 300 yards again. Yeah. Because I know what Atlanta's defense looks like most games. Yeah. Some games they look absolutely. They look like a top five defense. But like. But then there's other games where it's almost like they forgot to get in the car to come to the stadium. Yeah, like whenever like they went against like the Saints last week, they weren't terrible. They and, weren't. Like, and then it's like against like an offense like the Saints, which isn't really the best, but With it's Taysom Hill in the helm. I mean, it's not that great. It's it's not, but it's still it's still a winning kind of offense. But Falcons, they do it'll, they do have their games. It'll be interesting to see if Herbie comes back from just the not good game he had last week. Yeah. Where they get shut out forty five zip by the Patriots. Yeah. He did, he had a bad game. So I want to see how he can bounce back here. I'm taking Atlanta, but I think it's going to be a pretty decent football game. You have, you have game. offenses that are definitely very, very capable at putting a lot of points on the board. Defenses that Falcons. are not very good. The Falcons is better. I hope the Falcons put an additional person on Joey Bosa. Yeah. They can't just let Caleb McGarry or Jake Matthews on him one and one especially yeah. McGarry. He's going to need a little bit of help. And hopefully they have some a running back chip him or throw a tight end on him as well or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, hopefully Hayden Hurst is ready to block. I'm sure he will, and he'll be ready. But uh, I'm going to take Atlanta. Did you see how many Falcons players were limited in practice? Like, a lot. Like Grady was limited in practice. Alua yeah. Khan was limited in practice. That's okay. Everybody's dinged up. It's week 14. I mean. Just there, like Todd was limited in practice. Julio didn't practice again. He did That's just practice. how it goes. I mean, that's. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Next so you're game, taking Falcons. I'm taking Falcons. Next game. 9-3 Packers against the 5-7 and seven Lions. I'm taking the Packers. Teams always play close, man, because it's division again. It's NFC North. I mean, it's just it's crazy. I'm going to take them, too, just because I don't think Detroit plays good football right now. No. Um, hopefully Swifty's back. Hopefully he's feeling better. I think that'll get that game. He's that'll make it more right now. That'll make it more interesting yeah, if Swiss, he's there. Swift, from what I know currently, is questionable. Okay. Next and is the Sunday night game. Oh, this is gonna be a beauty. Pittsburgh, the one, the eleven and one Pittsburgh Steelers go against the nine and three Buffalo Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Taking the Bills. Josh, Josh Dang Allen's gonna Josh get it done. Josh MVP Allen yeah. is gonna have a game. I think. Um, I could seriously also see like. I could actually seriously like see the Bills winning this game. I think it's going to be an absolutely amazing football game. It's not. I think it's, it's going to be. 
It's the, not going to be a blowout either way. No. The Steelers' defense is going to keep them in it. If if Buffalo does want a chance at winning this game, though, their defense needs to show up. Thankfully, stud linebacker Matt Milano is back. Um, that definitely helps their situation. But yep. Buffalo's defense, even though at 9-3, and three, have not been playing that well. Um, I think James Conner for Pittsburgh is going to be back as well. So between Conner and Benny Snell, that's going to be a tough running back tandem to slow down. Um, opening it up, of course, for that passing game with all those wide receivers. Thankfully, Buffalo has quite a few defensive backs that can assist mm -hmm. with going against people like Claypool, Juju, Deontay Thompson, all those guys. Um yeah, I'm both. taking Buffalo, but it's it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a, an absolute just it's blow for blow kind of game. It's gonna be it's, just people clobbering each other. It's not. It's not gonna be a blowout, and it's it's. I could see it being a close game, but there's gonna be like when it, whichever team wins, it's gonna be above ten points. Oh, it's it's gonna be like a like a twenty seven twenty five kind of win. I feel. I'm. Ugh. It's both teams are going to get above twenty. That's my prediction. Both That's what teams. I just said. Oh. Well, you, well, Twenty-seven, twenty-five. That's what I'm going with. I just said both above twenty. You said a close game. That's what pretty much happened. Wow. I actually just realized this is the first regular week of football we've had in a while. Yeah, seems that way. Hopefully, There's, it stays that way. <laughs> no Tuesday or Wednesday night games. So you're taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Monday night game. Final game. Monday night football. Seven oh. and five Ravens against nine and three Brownies. Brownies. Man. It's hard for you to choose. Seriously? It's the Browns. I'm going to kill the, the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens. How dare you? Browns Sorry, are Hooper. Kill the Ravens. Sorry, Hooper. He's disappointed. I know. He probably doesn't even listen to this, but still, he's disappointed. It's all right. The Ravens, the Ravens defense against the Steelers when they played, when, like, half the team had COVID, mm. impressed me. Yeah, They played really well. And then, of course, they only played the Cowboys. But, again, they played well. I'd be I think the defense, the, is, the defense is going to be able to keep Cleveland in check a little bit more than what people think. Again, this is a divisional battle. Teams know each other very well. Lamar's back. He looked like he was having fun on Tuesday night against the Cowboys, probably because they were just killing him. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't think Mark Andrews and those guys will be back yet. Maybe they will be. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't heard anything on them. Um, another interesting item about the Ravens is that we know that on Tuesday night, Des Bryant was pulled from the game within an hour of kickoff because he had tested positive for covid he actually just tested negative twice in a row since really? Tuesday. Mm. The Ravens never put him on the COVID list. Oh. Did he have it? It was just a false positive. Actually, didn't he like... That's a bummer when he wants to go against the old Cowboys to teach him a lesson, and he all, all of a sudden gets pulled an hour before game time. Yeah. It's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. Sounds like Jerry Jones paid somebody off. But either way... Des Bryant is still in the Ravens' plans, and uh, I don't know if he if he plays. I think he's going to want to show somebody something. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm just going to throw it out there. We'll see what happens. So well, you're taking the Brownies. Yep, to Brownies go ten and three. 
Yes. Ten and three brownie. Can you imagine that? I know. That's First ridiculous. time since like 1990 something. All right, well, let's kick it off with the All Out Blitz Turlet Bowl of the week. You're going to go first. I'll just say mine because I've already said mine. It's going to be Dallas versus Cincinnati. Both teams are doing equally terrible, and neither team is going to get above 20 points. Interesting. Interesting take. Interesting take. I'm trying to decide still, to be honest with you. Do I want to go? I think it's going to be a turlet bowl because it's a blowout, or it's a turlet bowl because both teams are bad. I'm going to go I with, go with both teams are bad. Because that'd be like a real turtle bowl then. Yeah, but sometimes when those two terrible teams are there, they're both equally well, as bad. It turns into which, a good football which game. Which two games are you thinking about? So let's do let's do like both teams are bad. That let's do that one first. Well, I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking Dallas Cincinnati because mm-hmm. they're they're both pretty bad teams to be honest with you. Now, which one's the other one? Just but the other game, I just I don't. Which game is it? I just don't think it's going to be that exciting. Is the Tennessee and Jacksonville game? I would say, oof. I just don't think it's going to be that exciting to watch. Well, Jacksonville, I I think it will be an exciting game because Jacksonville had a game last week. But they have a game every week. What Tennessee team's going to show up? To be honest, I wouldn't have even talked about the Titans or Jags. I would probably talked about the Texans and Bears. Because both teams there are both pretty much equally bad. Yeah. I don't actually I feel like. I'm gonna go Dallas Cincinnati as well. There you go. But uh yeah, that's how I feel about the Tennessee Jacksonville game though. I also feel like both of our games of the week could be same. Um You do yours first and see which one. Alright. Play the sound. All our Blitz Podcast game of the week. This is tough. It's it's not. This is tough. It's not. I am split between two different games. I am split between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. and also the Kansas City Chiefs Miami Dolphins. My game of the week, I'm going to go Steelers-Bills. It's my game of the week, too. Oh, you booger. My actually, my second game would have been Kansas City and Miami. Yeah, that's honestly how I feel. I think these these two games... Those two games are going to be good games. ...are going to be phenomenal. I yeah. think you're going to have a very tight game in both. I think you're going to have uh, just amazing football. And that's an early Sunday. That's a Sunday game at 1 o'clock for Kansas City and Miami. And then, and then the, a Sunday night game that's gonna, for that's, Pittsburgh-Buffalo. This is one of this is one of those times where the NFL did it had a good idea when they were doing a primetime game. I'm gonna one up you. It would have been better. That was Tuesday. No, it would have been better if Sunday night was Kansas City Miami and Monday night was Pittsburgh Buffalo. That would have been the epic week. That would have been phenomenal. All right, bonus segment: Walter Payton Man of the Year Award nominees. Do you want to go back and forth here? You do the first one, I'll do the second one, and then go on from that? Sure. All right. You so, do. as we know, every year, there's a Walter Payton Man of the Year award that gets uh, one nominee from each team, and, of course, they come down at the end of the year with one Walter Payton Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL has unveiled all of this year's nominees. We'll kick it off first with the Arizona Cardinals nominee is defensive starter Corey Peters. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I think it could have been Buda Baker. It all it, it, they they all vote based on what they do in their their communities, mm. um, and just the work that they do. Yeah. So you just never know. I mean, when you yeah. look at, um, when you look at this award, right? Every year, of course, NFL has their NFL honors. Mm. This is one of the awards we talked yesterday 
I mentioned how I feel strongly that Alex Smith is comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. We talk quite a bit about offensive, defensive rookie year. That all gets done at NFL honors. Um, Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, of course, presented to a player for outstanding community service activities off the field as well as their excellence on the field. So playing yeah. the game the right way, proper sportsmanship, and then, of course, most importantly, what they do outside uh, of football within their own communities. So, of course, there are a, a tons of players that are probably worthy of this honor. Unfortunately, we only get one per team. But the Cardinals yeah. select Corey Peters. Yeah. I'm just looking here. Give me a sec. Um, so, number two was the man on the Atlanta Falcons to replace um, Tack McKinley, it, Stephen Means. Stephen Means. Had remember, a game last week. Yeah, he did. He had a really great game. I remember seeing that Jeff Ulbrich said he was probably one of the nicest people he's ever met in his life. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Baltimore Bo- Baltimore Ravens select Bradley Bozeman to be their nominee. Yeah. Buffalo Bills took Harrison Phillips. Carolina Panthers took Shaq Thompson, linebacker. This one's going to make everyone left. Chicago Bears hey. took Jimmy Graham. Can't laugh if he does amazing things outside the community. Kudos to him. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals took Geno Atkins. Longtime Cincinnati Bengal right there. Cleveland Browns took Miles Garrett. See, that makes me laugh. Because right. last year he clubbed the dude with a helmet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess this year he maybe he just changed his tune a little bit. But good yeah. for him. Uh, Dallas Cowboys selected linebacker Jalen Smith. Denver Broncos took Justin Simmons. Detroit Lions took Trey Flowers. Green Bay Packers took Corey Lindsley. Houston Texans nominated Michael Thomas. And not the wide receiver from the Saints, the safety from the Texans. <laughs> the Colts took Jacoby Brissett. Jacksonville Jaguars selected their kicker, Josh Lambeau. KC Chiefs took Travis Kelsey. The Raiders nominated Alec Ingold. Chargers took Isaac, either Rochelle, Rochelle, yeah, yeah, Isaac Rochelle. L.A. Rams took long-time Ram. offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth. Dolphins took Byron Jones. Minnesota Vikings selected as their nominee stud linebacker Eric Kendricks. Patriots took Devin McCourty. New Orleans Saints selected. Probably the only Saints player I actually like. Linebacker, Demario Davis. New York Giants took Dalvin Tomlinson. The New York Jets selected Pierre Desir. Philadelphia Eagles took Rodney McLeod. Cloud. Cloud. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers selected tight end, Vance McDonald. San Francisco 49ers took Eric Armstead. Seattle Seahawks selected Rusty Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers took their wide receiver, Mike Evans. Tennessee Titans selected as their nominee, Kevin Beard. Final team, Washington football team, Jonathan Allen. Kudos to all you guys. Yeah. Uh, Great job doing all that work out there in the community and uh, just working with youngsters everybody out there just to make your communities a better place um can't wait to see at nfl honors this year we'll see how they do nfl honors probably gonna have to be a virtual event 
But it's always a fun a fun thing to watch and just, just pay attention uh, to to see what happens. Just a little thing I'll throw in here. Um, Kalias Campbell won last year's uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Sure did. Yep. Awesome. Well, that about wraps it up for week 14 here, folks. Uh, all of it from us here at the All Out Blitz podcast. Thank you again for joining each and every episode. Week 14 preview. If you're new and you just started listening, appreciate you joining in here. And, Share uh, this with your friends and family. Yeah, of course. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, forget you listened to it. Yeah. Uh, but either way, thank you again for listening. Uh, enjoy this weekend of football. Uh, KC, Miami, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, some awesome games in there. Um, enjoy it. Pretty and, crappy uh, games with Dallas and Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. It'll end up being a good game. You wait and see. Nah. Uh, nah. But <laughs> Hopefully everybody has a great weekend and uh, enjoy football. We'll be back here next week to break down what exactly happens in this crazy week, uh, probably next Wednesday, and uh, look forward to then. But for this time now, uh, enjoy football. Have a great weekend. Yes. Peace.